But like back in the day, like at least what I remember when I started like learning about fitness, which was through just the gen pop idea of bodybuilding stuff, like most people, it's like most people didn't have any idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, I want to be big and jacked like that guy. I'll take creatine, protein powder, and BCAAs. Interesting thing. Okay. Are you, I, I'm finding interesting. Are you positive that I don't know what it is? Uh, No, but I would take bets that you don't. Just because okay. this isn't a thing that you would follow. But I was thinking about it because we watched that Jake Paul documentary mm-hmm. thing. So uh, Logan Paul is doing a fight. Are you aware of this? Okay. So he has, they're all doing these like celebrity boxing matches, right? I don't know. I guess he counts as a boxer now so i don't even know if it counts as a celebrity boxing match i don't know it depends on how you see the sport of boxing i'm not a i don't care i don't have anything in the fight but whatever so he has a a, a boxing match uh scheduled with someone named dylan danis do you know who that is okay so he um he used to be in like connor mcgregor's training camp some type of training for connor um when connor was fighting khabib Nurmagomedov in like 2018 or something and uh that fight was crazy because Khabib and obviously Connor's like all of his like shit talking was like pretty intense, right? That's his thing is just selling the fight and whatever. And Khabib's like a very devout Muslim. Mm. So very principled and not inappropriate as far as like things he's willing to say. And, uh, and so there's a lot of like lead up into that fight. Khabib ended up winning. And then in the, at the end of the fight, uh, Khabib jumped the ring right away and went after uh, Dylan Danis. Okay. And it was like a huge brawl. Everyone's everyone's people like were fighting. It was huge. <clears throat> and it was massive. And uh so Dylan Danis was like kind of famous for that. There was like a so because who, he instigated, he went oh, after okay. Dylan. So um there was this meme that went around. I remember I memed it. It was so good because there was this everyone memed this thing. It was this photo that someone caught of Khabib jumping over the rings with like flying like this with his feet out like this. It was so sick. It's a sick shot. And uh, Dylan Danis is like standing there. It's so cool. He's caught midair. Anyways, Dylan Danis is now fighting Logan Paul. And uh, right now, so Logan Paul got engaged to his, I guess, fiance now. And is relatively recently. And I guess she's been with a lot of other celebrities or something. I don't know the history there. But Dylan uh, Danis, he's been like uh, finding all of these photos that are all out there, public knowledge. Mm. And he's posting all of them. So any photos that she has with other celebrities... Some of them are, like, uncomfortable. And apparently he's posted some nudes. So, obviously, whatever. But apparently they're public. I don't know. But uh, um, this is him, like, promoting the fight and whatnot. And it's, like, uh, uh, I don't know. I just listened to him on a podcast, like, talking about it uh, yesterday. How he's just, like, they're, like, asking him. They're, like, do you think you're, like, you're going too far on this? And he's, like, no, I don't think so. He's, like, all this stuff is, like, public. It's all out there. But he's, like, Logan's, like, talking like he might actually like pull the fight because he's definitely like bothered by it he sent me like a legal notice like a cease and desist or whatever to stop posting these photos he got taken off twitter all this stuff um but i don't know i was just like i was literally thinking about it because we watched that like jake paul documentary and how like 
these guys are very good at like show business promoting yeah promoting but it's interesting because like logan's not selling the fight yeah at all but this other guy is right i don't know it's kind of strange like would you in a situation like that for you actually because you understand the level actually bodybuilding a little bit has a bit of that as far as like entertaining mm-hmm. and you're in an entertainment space mm-hmm. but like do you think stuff like that like you could deal with understanding that someone's selling the fight because like logan understands show business but he's taking this personally yeah because it's his wife or almost his wife right but maybe that's the point maybe he's taking it personally on purpose but i mean he could just be he could just be using he could have just uh clapped back and made it way bigger no but but he's trying to shut it down now this is what i'm saying like giving the cease and desist kind of trying back it's not his character which makes people more interested why is he acting like this? Why isn't he just clapping back? And then they get more into it. I think it's part of it. Maybe, but like he's threatening to like pull the fight, which they very well might, right? I don't know. I don't know, but maybe. I'm just thinking maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Would I don't it bother know. you? Uh, like, could you live with that? Yeah, because like I get a million comments. Like, You could separate that feeling of like, okay, this is just show business, even though I think it is appropriate and I wouldn't do it. I can accept it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're Logan's wife, like how do you deal with that? Um, okay, that's a problem. If, if I'm engaged to him, I would have already told him all this stuff. Like your, I would have told him who I've who I've been with, pictures that are out there that people have access to. I might have shown him myself. Yeah, especially if he's that high profile. So maybe she didn't do that, and that's the issue. Because mm-hmm. now he's seeing all this for the first time, and now he's contemplating the fight and his engagement. Yeah, which is hard. He's still a human. Yeah. But for me, it's like, if I was getting, I mean, I get comments, you know, I get comments all the time. Uh, it doesn't affect me at all. Does it actually I've not? I've never, yeah. Really doesn't. I don't you lose a blink of sleep over it. So I trust you. But do you think actually there's not, like, does it ever, do you just shut it down right away? Or like, how do you? It doesn't bug me at all. Because yeah, these people, okay. it would only really hurt me. If it was someone that I was potentially like a bodybuilding friend with, commenting publicly, bringing me down. That has never happened. Right. So the idea it's, that it's... These no-name people. I don't know. Right. It would only like hit if it was like someone I cared about. Gotcha. Commenting like, oh, listen to her voice. Right. And it was like my mom on a post. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Mom? What? Yeah. I don't Since know it's who people you don't care Johnny about. Johnny Rocks dump 69420. Truck is. Yeah, like <laughs> Johnny Rocks dump truck. <laughs> like, I don't know. Right? Like, I don't know who he is. Yeah. I right. don't care if what he thinks about yeah, my yeah, body, yeah. my voice, my sport. No, it's, good. My, it's not a sport. It's a you're in a beauty pageant. Cool. I like beauty. Because like, I, <laughs> I love uh I mean, I think there's a way to like behave in life that's appropriate. And there's a way yeah. to not behave. Yeah. Now I wouldn't do what he's doing to sell this fight but there's like if i'm not gonna lie like i love when it comes to like selling uh ufc fights or any other fights i would follow ufc more than anything else but like i love the lead up like i love the i actually like it more than the fights typically because i like the entertainment and the the drama leading up to it for whatever reason like i prefer that as opposed to even the crescendo this is why the olympia is the biggest bodybuilding show of the year because they promote for the audience. 
Whereas an amateur show or a regional amateur show or whatever, they promote for the competitors. They prom- they want more competitors in their show, but they don't necessarily promote for an audience. Whereas the Olympia is like, we already have, we have the top, top competitors. We're not promoting for competitors. We're promoting for the audience, gotcha. which is what you have to do if you want a big show. That's why it's the biggest you show. You want people to come pay tickets and watch. Exactly. You want, it's, so I was talking to someone about this the other day and I was like, if, if bodybuilding wasn't primarily for entertainment to an audience, we would all get judged behind closed doors. Right. You'd show up with your class, there'd be judges, there'd be zero audience. Mm-hmm. And then you'd post about on social media, I won. And everyone's like, cool, I wasn't there. Right. Right. It right. needs any type of sport. If the audience wasn't there, nothing. Right. So there has to be an entertaining factor. Has to be. Entertainment is pretty much the first factor. Second factor would be getting um, contestants, athletes, and judges. And then third is like behind the scenes stuff. So in the bodybuilding world, when mm-hmm. that, like, from that perspective, do you... Do you appreciate and think there's value for the sport and the industry when you see more like bombastic polarizing figures that like have interesting personalities that have strong opinions? Like, do you think that's a good thing? Yeah, because it gets or when bodybuilders venture out into a little bit more mainstream things Mm -hmm. um, like Arnold. Yeah. Right. People know what bodybuilding is because of him. Right. Like if you say bodybuilding still to this day, he's the first name people Gen Pop say because he went into their world, right? He went into acting. He went into, he was governor. Like he, he dove so far into like the gen pops day to day. Stuff they know. That, they know movies. Right? They so know politics. Now, now slowly you might see it. Maybe eventually with Sebum. Um, he might be the new kind of, he's not there yet. Gen pop still wouldn't know who Chris Bumstead is. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty much every gym goer, gym goer does know who he is. But, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, if that like, and then in terms of the fitness industry, the people that are like kind of out there a bit, like Kai Green, everyone knows who Kai Green is in the fitness industry because he was like kind of out there, mm-hmm. right? Um, and yeah, so I agree with what you're saying. I think it's not bad for the sport. I think it's good for the sport. Um, I think it's appropriate at the pro level because they used to have at the Olympia the Thursday they had the press conference. It was all like everyone talking crap I've to seen each that. other. Yeah. Yeah. Do they not do that anymore? Kind of gotten lame. Sorry. I'm confused. It's do gotten, they do that? Uh, a version of it. They used to all okay. sit, so like what's the difference? They used to all sit at tables. I think I can picture it. Bob Chick would like. They'd all have mics yes. and they'd be like, so and so didn't diet, his glutes are watery. And like, oh, okay. like I don't remember you know what I mean. I don't remember seeing stuff like that, but I remember, remember I have seeing... a picture in my head of seeing it. Like I think when B Pack was there. Okay. I don't know how often he uh qualified. It was a long it. time ago. Yeah. yeah, it would have been a while back. But um that's like you, the picture B-Pack. I have. I just don't remember like what they said. Yeah, they just it's but like But it was interesting enough I was watching like, it. They'd be like they'd be like, Ben, did you even ever diet? And it would just get in his head of like, you're so lean and depleted by then. You're like, am I too fat for this show? 
Well, they say like that's what Arnold used to do, right? Yeah, Arnold. Yeah. But Arnold would do it like the whole prep. That's one of the best things about so, like sports, though, is that the is the sight game. Yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah. I wish there was more. Of so that. what they do now, or what they did last year, was they they didn't have the tables. They just had like a couple people come out at once from the same division, mm-hmm. and kind of like it was almost like one on one, and then they would talk to each other one on one. Oh yeah, that was it. Okay. Trash talk. One Why? One. You think you would want to like even they're manufacture to, drama? To make, they're trying to make changes, but I don't think that was broken. Okay. Right, because they're already moving it from Vegas to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, What's the reason for that? Just internal beef, I think. With venues and stuff. Or? No, with. So the. Uh, CEO or whatever of the Olympia was having beef with. I don't know, someone, either someone in the IFBB or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't quote me on any of that. Yeah. There was some type of beef. And I think that's why they moved it to Florida. Gotcha. But it was so cool in Vegas. This is why I was like hyping it up in my head so much because Vegas was so sick for the Olympia. Because yeah, I wasn't bet. going there to party. Yeah. I don't think I had one drink. Yeah. I had an amazing weekend in Vegas. Like uh, the gyms we went to were like the gyms Jay Cutler used to train at. Like, stuff like that. He lived in Vegas? That's cool. The Olympia winners pretty much moved to and lived in Vegas. Oh, really? So they could Just be right reason. there. They wouldn't have to travel yeah. for the Olympia. Gotcha. They were in the same environment. They were eating the same foods. Like, they wanted to keep winning, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Do you see yourself getting to Olympia? Oh, yeah. You could do Let's it? Let's do it. In what division? I don't know. Let's get the pro card first, and then <laughs> we'll take the next step. Because the Olympia would be the Super Bowl of bodybuilding. It's Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, having the pleasure to go to one Olympia as an athlete would be, like, overwhelming. Totally. I'd probably be done after that. How big is it? Like, how many athletes? There's a lot, eh? Yeah, because now they change. So they, they've been trying to iron out the qualification details, too. So as of right now, if you win a pro show, doesn't matter what pro show, because they used to have... A-level pro shows, B-level pro shows, and C-level pro shows, depending on where it was. Um, and then there was a point system, and people could get in the point. You win a pro show, you're at the Olympia. That's it. Keep it simple. Because it ended up being like 50-something classic physique competitors. Yeah. And then it was so watered down by the end that it was like, there's just way too many guys. So for There's these, just way too many guys. For these big boys, mm. how annoying is it for them to like do basic living tasks, like even traveling, like um, flying in an airplane on like economy. Oh, they wouldn't do economy. They couldn't do it. They would do first class. Because you wouldn't fit. Yeah. Or some of them would drive. Yeah, okay. Because they wouldn't want to risk the water retention. I don't even mean that. Forget uh, about competition. Just the fact that like you're 300 pounds. Oh, you're talking off season. Like big I mean, Some boy. of them are 300 stage, aren't they? Stage like weight? only big Grammy. Oh, okay. They rage, they like big, big boys. They're probably 250 to 280 is like on the really, stage. It's big on stage. Oh, okay. Huge on gotcha. stage. So they're like 300 plus. Cause like course. super heavyweight in amateur is 225 plus. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. if you're super heavyweight, say you're even like as an amateur, two, 230, 235, mm-hmm. um, that's a big amateur. And then pros are bigger. Cool. Right. Okay. But it also is like how you hold that weight. Um, do you look bigger? Um, your everything, genetics, joints, waist. Right? Someone could be two sixty and look bigger 
than a mm-hmm. 280. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. So, I forget how we got to this the, conversation. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My brain, too much is in. I'm fascinated by this whole, like, this uh, this Dylan Danis thing. On oh, Twitter. yeah. That's why. Because I just, I like, I love following, uh, I love following the hype um, up to a fight. I like following that. So, I'm like, interested to see what will happen. Because I'm like, I won't even watch this fight. Oh, but yeah. I will follow <laughs> the lead up to it. It's exciting. The like, lead up is like the excitement, which is like kind of like, I guess the only part where the lead up is not as exciting as the actual event is prep. Like the right. lead up, the lead up is whatever. It's part of the journey, but like show day is like the most fun. Getting there is hard, right? Gotcha. Yeah. But these types of events, right? Like even like, if they do like a movie premiere, right? You could be like, oh, I'm so hyped to see this movie. Mm-hmm. But maybe I don't actually want to see it. Yeah, but it 100%. looks good, or whatever. Yeah. Do you have another example of that? I'm trying no, to not really. The, do with it moving to Florida because of like, would uh, people have to consider like some of these competitors have to consider like Florida humidity and mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. on water. Yeah. If I was compared to Vegas, if I knew this information. I would try to do, and if I knew that it was going to be in Florida continuously, there is an Orlando Pro Show. I would probably try to do the Orlando Pro Show to see how I could peak in Florida. Right. The conditions and whatever. And then you're good to go after that. There was also, I think, mm-hmm. a Nevada Pro Show. So you would. Gotcha. Or something like that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. Because it's like the humidity in Florida would be drastically different. In Vegas. So that would affect your body big time, especially if you're mm-hmm. traveling beforehand. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's all like a you need a good coach for. Yeah, that's something that has to be like considered. Yeah. Right. When they're leading up to it. Like how early would someone get there if they're traveling? A week? Yeah, probably on average. Because a lot of a lot of these top Olympia people, some of them still have regular jobs. They're like this like pro athlete at the top of their game at this very niche sport and they're still like 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 who like ronnie was still a cop for a long time but who right now um let me think i don't know who's going to the olympia yet this year do you know of any top some of them are like some of them are still coaches like prep coaches and stuff yeah which is still in the industry so um Trying to think. Because I wouldn't think that if you're a professional athlete that you're at this day and age, like maybe in the 90s, the early 2000s. Oh, no. They make way less money this day and age. Do they? They make more back then? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Back then there was less, right? I thought there'd be more for it now because like just like YouTube and Instagram, social media in general. But that's why there's less. Like that's why they make less. Because there's a bigger pool of athletes. So say when there was only, say like muscle magazines. Mm Mm-hmm. They would pay the athletes way more. Gotcha. Right? So a bodybuilder 20 years ago was actually getting heavily paid from a sponsorship. Right. Right? Because they okay. used them in all the ads. And then that's the only way they can get their ads out was through the magazine. Mm. They wanted to pay for the best. Because if, if we pay for him, no one else can have him. Now, everyone can have him because he's all over Instagram. Yeah. Okay. So the value of a sponsorship went way down. Right. Right. 
because, hey, let me just, uh, let's just see if this guy will wear our shirt. I'm just going to send him a DM. Right. Hey, I'll send you a free shirt. You know what's interesting that I was thinking of the other day, too, is that, like, with bodybuilding being, like, an Instagram sport now, like, very weirdly, TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram sport, whatever, it's, mm-hmm. like, I, from my understanding, a lot of these young kids are probably well more aware that bodybuilding has uh, drugs involved. At least not, like, untested open powerlifting, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, back in the day, like, at least what I remember when I started, like, learning about fitness, which was through just the gen pop idea of bodybuilding stuff, like most people, it's like most people didn't have any idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh, I want to be big and jacked like that guy. I'll take creatine, protein powder, and BCAAs. It was so taboo. Like, no one talked about it. No. Now everyone's talking about it's it. It's easy to get that information, I guess, right? Yeah. Because, like, now it seems like it's, like, a topic of conversation. Like, I wouldn't have talked about steroids with any 20 or 21 year old when I was that age. I didn't even know what they, I didn't even know what to say, but I wouldn't know anything. No one would have known anything. But I feel like now it's like you can be 21 and be like, oh yeah, this is part of the sport at this point. And yeah. these are the drugs I know and I know how they work. And it's like, you, might not you, take you went them, to but. GNC at 21 and you're like, what's going to get me huge? And they're like, muscle tech, clear muscle. I, oh yeah, you, that was horrible. It's going to get you massive. I, I still, <laughs> yeah, what a scam clear muscle was. Oh, that thing was so stupid. Wasn't it just like HMB? Yeah, which is like some uh, conjugated version of leucine or something like that, right? <laughs> um, uh, and I still remember buying a big black tub, right? The circular tub with the handle, just protein powder from GNC and just walking <laughs> the out of there being like, so cool. this is what I need to be big. And you were scaring moms walking by with that tub. They're like, is that drugs? My mom never freaked out. No, not your mom. I'm talking moms in the mall from the GNC. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, it says cookies and cream on the side, so I don't know why you're worried. (laughs) (laughs) Muscle mass, cookies and cream. Yeah, I remember buying that, and I remember buying uh, EAS, purple sports drink. Uh, I forget what they called it. Muscle, there was muscle milk, but they didn't make muscle milk. They made, like, their own version, but it was EAS that made it. It was their... And then I remember... I love those old supplements. Yeah. And I forget which company it was, but I remember buying one of those tubs also from Popeyes, which is funny. I bought it at the Popeyes in Orangeville in like probably 2007 or 2008. (laughs) I would have been like 14 or 15 or something like that. Yeah. And I ended up working there uh, nine or 10 years later. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Full circle. Yeah, it was awesome. It was quite a different store then, but I remember buying... My first ever tub of isoflax yeah. all max isoflax yeah my mom still has it because she she keeps her she goes to costco and gets a massive bag of oatmeal she'll pour it in that tub. i bought so much all max the old marketing was so they should bring it the back. shiny the shiny it was label? black it was black because now all the labels oh. are blue right yeah it was like black i'll have to show it to you next time we go i remember getting the amino core bcaas the pineapple mango because i love tropical flavored stuff and it stunk Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? did stink. They smell. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I thought it was specifically that flavor. You're like, it it stinks, but it works. I still remember. It was BCAAs. (laughs) It's stupid. What a waste of money. I know. But I bought so much of it. And then I remember, do you remember Super Pump, the (laughs) pre-workout? The original Jack 3D. I remember that. (laughs) That was a funny meme. It was like, if she doesn't know the original Jack 3D, she's too young for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I remember Super Pump, though, and uh, I remember one time uh, partying downtown Guelph, mixing it with beer, and it was actually not gross. Wow. Yeah, Super Pump and beer. 
And we were so fired up that we're like, this is the dopest pre-drink ever. We're going to get so pumped and drunk, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't disgusting from what I remember. It was probably horrific. Yeah. Like you probably puke now. Super pump, Jack 3D. I'm pretty sure uh, Jack. Not medical advice. (laughs) Pretty sure Jack 3D was the, uh, I still remember where I was in the dumbbell rack at Orange Hill Good Life when I think I took that pre-workout. And I remember doing dumbbell curls and feeling immediately like I had the flu. Yeah. And I had to stop and go home. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh my goodness, Too this isn't good. And it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was the only time well, I had that problem. Let's uh, let's shut it down. Shut it down. Cool. Thanks everybody for listening. You can follow Dave the mic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not done yet. <laughs> you can follow at Stay Peaked on every social media platform to follow the show. And if you want coaching or if you want to reach out to Samurai, you can uh, check out the show notes below to check out our contact info there. Thanks for listening.